0: This week on Baby Quest, work, work, Angelica, work, work, Eliza, and Peggy!
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm good. And if you can't guess from our intro, we watched Hamilton.
0: We might be talking about Hamilton this episode. We
1: will definitely talk about Hamilton.
0: But first, we have some updates and corrections and apologies to issue. We have
1: apologies?
0: Because I talked about the Woomba SNL commercial parody... And I said that I thought it was, like, late 90s, and then I kind of hedged that. Yeah. And you said the Roomba was in the late 90s, and I was like, uh, early 2000s or something. And I just wanted to let everybody know. Yep. You okay?
1: Yep. Got a little yawny, It's come back.
0: I just want to let everybody know that the Roomba was introduced in 2002.
1: Hmm.
0: And the Roomba...
1: Honestly, still earlier than I thought. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know.
0: The Roomba commercial parody... <laughs> Mm. Aired December eighteenth, two thousand and four, yeah. on Saturday Night Live. It was like a Christmas episode. Robert De Niro was the host. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I remember they did a whole bunch of like stuff that wouldn't fly now. Where it's well, like it
1: two thousand and four, so yeah, probably
0: like a lot of terrorist <laughs> jokes. A lot <laughs> of like
1: about right
0: funny Middle Eastern names <laughs> jokes.
1: Yeah. It was a different time, man.
0: It was a different time.
1: Okay, well now that, you know, you've apologized for the misinformation, Mm -hmm. can we talk about Hamilton?
0: So, I, like everybody else, listened to the (laughs) Hamilton soundtrack when it came out like five years ago.
1: I did not.
0: I didn't even know that Leah had not listened to it. It seems wild to me.
1: But a lot of that is that I didn't want to listen to something that I hadn't seen and wasn't going to be able to see like I like musicals I love musicals and I love theater and like that's a thing for me but knowing that I wasn't going to be able to see it listening to the songs kind of seemed pointless to me also because most of the musicals I like you kind of have to know the plot line to know where that song fits in and I didn't realize that Hamilton was not that like that that you could know the plot from listening to the songs
0: to be fair, I listened to the songs, but I still didn't really... Like, I no listen to the point. songs, and I have a, you know, an okay grasp on the American Revolutionary War.
1: I do not. But
0: I still didn't ever really follow what was going on. Mm. Partially because I you just had the music on as, like, Back- background <laughs> stuff, which is often how I listen to music. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't really... Like, I, I couldn't have told you what happened start to finish on right. <laughs> that either.
1: Well, and then, as I'm sure everybody knows, July 3rd, Hamilton came out on Disney+. Plus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And we watched it. Yeah. And then I went down the Hamilton rabbit hole.
0: hmm
1: I have... Some of us
0: like, I went to work and did my job this week, <laughs> but Leah just did Hamilton this week. <laughs>
1: That's basically it. I don't know how many times I've listened to the album straight through. It's more than once. We have now watched Hamilton twice. I have watched interviews on YouTube with the cast. I've started listening to a Hamilton podcast. I've started reading fictional novels involving characters from Hamilton. You have? Oh, yes. That's the book I started last night. Yeah. How's that? I mean, it's good. I'm loving it.
0: Okay. So uh, you may be wondering, is this now a Hamilton podcast?
1: It's not. It's not. I mean, it could be. We
0: do, but how does Hamilton relate to our podcast? Wow. Well, normal subject material. So
1: Hamilton's wife was, her name was Elizabeth, but she went by Eliza.
0: Just like in the song I sang at yes. the start. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so when we watched it, I obviously knew. <laughs> Her name was going to be in the songs, and she was a character in the and show. I, mean, I and all knew this. she
1: was a character. You did? Yeah. You already knew? Yeah.
0: How'd you know? Like
1: a general pop culture. I, I like I haven't been living under a rock for five years.
0: Okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, there aren't a lot of prominent Eliza's in pop culture no and so hearing a whole bunch of eliza out loud was kind of like
1: oh that was kind of fun um i do i did like sort of have the worry like now oh is everybody just going to think like we're real big hamilton heads and that's where we got her name from it's not
0: and you know how that's true because leah had never (laughs) listened to hamilton before or cared about it until a week ago
1: yeah (laughs) and the uh, have we talked about Eliza's name and where it came from? Our Eliza.
0: <laughs> With our Eliza? What about, we could do both Elizas.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, that would take a little bit of research on like, how Eliza Hamilton was named Elizabeth. I don't know.
0: You can, <laughs> it's not a long story. You can tell how her name so, came to be.
1: our Eliza. Before I had met Mike, uh, my dad is big into family history and he has this big poster with our family tree on it. And I remember looking at it and my dad's uh, grandmother. Yes, my dad's grandmother. Do my,
0: you know her my name? My great
1: grandmother. I'm just trying to like make sure I go back enough generations. It's like kind of complicated. Her name was Eliza and I saw it written on our family tree and I'd never heard the name before. And I thought like, that's such a pretty name. I like it. I want to name my daughter that one day. And so I put it down I was in, like, probably my 20s, maybe even a teenager at this point, put it down on, like, a list of, like, potential names one day. It just kind of always stayed there, and then more and more it, like, kind of edged its way up on the list until I met Mike, and it was, like, at the top of the list, and he basically didn't have a lot of say in the fact that if we had a girl, her name would be Eliza.
0: I mean, the good news is I really liked the name.
1: (laughs) Worked for him. Yeah. Wee 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 wee.
0: Uh oh, new segment alert. Oh dear. The new segment. (laughs) That's the new segment alarm. The new segment is child death in pop culture. (laughs) Or child death in media that we I don't know, what's this? We should probably come up with a name for it.
1: Yeah, in pop culture. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah.
0: So in Hamilton, continuing on the subject of Hamilton, there's a whole song about child death. Yeah. And it's really good.
1: It's very good. I I mean, obviously, because I'd never, I didn't know anything about the musical, didn't know that was coming. So hit me by surprise a little bit. (laughs) And then when I was watching it, it like didn't get me. When I re-listened to the album, I was like by myself driving, and that song came on, and then I just...
0: Oh really? Started
1: crying. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I was
1: like, damn you, Lynn sneaking that song in there and making me feel all the feels.
0: The song is um
1: It's Quiet Uptown.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. And it's mostly just about how afterwards they're very sad and
1: they are uh, going through the unimaginable.
0: Yeah, that's that's the way it keeps getting described in the song. It's just the unimaginable, and everyone is saying how like they're going through the unimaginable, and that's how that's, that's like, what it feels like. That's... And if you
1: see them like walking by themselves, talking to themselves, they are going through the unimaginable. So, like basically, l- let like allow them to do whatever they're doing because you can't possibly know what they're feeling.
0: I think it really captured it pretty well to be honest.
1: Yes, it did. What is super crazy is that when Lin Manuel Miranda wrote that song, he did not have children yet. He wrote that song before he was a father, which I find wild. Not only has he, like not only was he not a father yet, but he also hadn't ever lost a child. And the fact that he was able to Do you know
0: this for a fact from your yes. research
1: this week? Yes, I, I listened I'm to asking. an interview. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah, he he wasn't a dad yet, he hadn't lost a child, and he was able to write that song and, like, capture the feeling. Which is a little crazy, to me. Yeah, I
0: thought it was really good. hmm Yep. So, Hamilton, there are a lot of new, interesting discussions about the show and how it hits differently now mm-hmm. uh, than it did five years ago, and maybe some things were left out, some things could have been there. It is only... It is a three-hour show that, you know, encompasses... Lifetimes of stuff, but anyway, thumbs up. That's what I was getting at. If you have Disney Plus, which you should, because freaking Pixar movies are on there. Freaking Star Wars is and on there.
1: Avengers. Freaking
0: Disney movies are obviously on there. Oh,
1: the Marvel.
0: You've got Spider Man. You've got Captain America. You got <laughs> Iron Man.
1: Welcome All to your, your Disney. Plus. Plus, advertisement.
0: This week's podcast sponsored by <laughs> Disney Plus. Thank you, Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Okay, so, so what other else? things
0: that we did this week was going to a funeral. Oh
1: yes, that was um, a thing we did. It was sad.
0: We went to a funeral. Uh, it was okay. It I was mean, it a...
1: was it was like sad, yes, but also the first time I have seen my like extended family since december so also in this weird way it was really nice for us to all be together
0: yeah it's good to see everybody standing
1: outside in a cluster with our masks on trying to like avoid hugging everybody
0: yeah so honestly it was pretty good yeah and it was at this big ass catholic church basilica it was a basilica ass (laughs) church I've, I've I've actually been in that building once before, so I knew I could enter it without bursting into flames. Um, <laughs> it was very it's it's a cool big building. It's it's nice in there. It's um, very cool. Yeah. And I saw they had all these candles and stuff off to the side, and I said to Leah like, "Oh, you know, it'd be cool. I want to light a candle for Eliza."
1: Now you like didn't actually specify that it was for Eliza. What? <laughs> You said, I want to light a candle. And I was like, I wonder if he means, you know, for the person that we're here for, for the funeral, or nah. Eliza. And I was like, nah, sure. Like, we'll go light a candle. Really? Yeah, you yeah, didn't specify.
0: I really thought assumed that that was what was happening. No, I wanted to let, light a candle for Eliza, because I know that that's a thing that some people do. And We've had people like,
1: do it for us, that they've told us about it. Yeah,
0: and it's really nice. And. Yeah. You just, you do it. I don't know. You light a candle and it's there and then it burns and then it burns out. But I don't know. It felt like it would be a fun, nice little thing to do. And I go up there and I go to light it. And then I see the, like, the sign engraved on the candle thing. It's like, small candles, a dollar. Regular candles, five dollars. I was like, I don't have any money. Like, I didn't bring cash to this funeral. Like, what is this? Like. I can't I can't honor my daughter without paying the church?
1: Well, I mean, it's how they raise funds for the church.
0: <sighs> I guess. Anyway, I thought that was very strange. I still yeah. lit a candle. Shh. Don't tell God.
1: <laughs> he already knows. It's fine.
0: So, yeah, I got to light a candle, and I got to be continually disappointed by the church. Um, <laughs> but, so that was a fun thing that we did. <laughs> Oh, I also wanted to talk about. Yeah. this this was a few weeks ago, but we didn't mention it on the podcast because it was a very small thing in our lives. We didn't even talk about it that much. So Eliza was cremated. Obviously, I don't know. I was going to say obviously, but I don't know if that's no, obvious.
1: Like, I don't know um, if it's obvious. I think it's. I don't like. I, I don't think know it might it. be more common. Like, it seems to be more common in the people that we know whose children have died that they decide to cremate them and have... Oh,
0: not even everybody, though.
1: No, I know. I was just saying more common. I guess. Not, like, the rule. It just seems to be more common. Anyway. Anyways, she was cremated.
0: She was cremated. Cremation itself is a weird thing because... Yeah. The ashes of... Like, when someone's cremated, the ashes are mostly the fuel that was used to cremate the person, like... There's not a lot of... Like, if you lit my arm on fire, there wouldn't be a big arm amount of ashes. It just burns, because it's, you know, fat and liquid and...
1: Yeah, let's not, like, discuss that too much, but okay.
0: Well, I'm just saying, most of I know, the I ashes know. are you the just don't the need wood. to get
1: too graphic. Okay, right.
0: Because <laughs> human bodies...
1: Yeah, okay, yes. ...don't
0: produce a lot of ash. Uh. So, we had Eliza cremated, and we had her ashes in the box...
1: That they like come in from the cremation service. Yeah. So, which is just like a plastic box. It's kind of
0: a little bit of a flimsy plastic box. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit bigger than a Kleenex box kind of thing. And it's really just been sitting in the (laughs) closet for since, you know, since
1: since she came home, which was like September.
0: Right. And so, just kind of had that chilling and uh because we were trying to find an urn shopping for a baby urn is really
1: that's weird it's weird a weird and thing. depressing
0: because you you find like most of the urns that are the correct size are for pets
1: <laughs> and then some of the urns for children are like beautiful but not our style and so like that was kind of a
0: it really wouldn't go with our mid-century modern <laughs> aesthetic that we've got going. Is that what you mean?
1: No, I just, like, I literally just mean it's not our style. Like, although, like, yeah. beautiful having, an a, you know, a box with an angel.
0: Or, like, something that looks like the Holy Grail with teddy bears on top of it.
1: Yeah, like, it's just, <laughs> like, that's not super our, like, our style.
0: And if you're listening...
1: And that is your style. your child
0: is in a holy grail with teddy bears?
1: Totally fine. I love it. I don't have, like, just not what we wanted. So we struggled a little to find something. And finally, I found one on an Etsy shop. And it's just plain white. Mm -hmm. And it's got a wooden top. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it does say, like, for (laughs) small pets. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 have... did, it did also specify children and then it specified the weight of like whatever you were cremating
0: and it does have a big dog bone on top
1: no it doesn't <laughs> uh, um and so we we found that one and we liked it and so nice. we got it and then we for a while like we're like, uh, we we can't well, transfer the ashes ourselves. That would be weird.
0: Well, because the guy who did the cremation said, you know, when you get something, give me a call and, and I'll
1: yeah, he would transfer I'll them for transfer us. Transfer
0: the ashes, you know, for free, whatever. It takes a minute, so yeah. just let me know. We'll make arrangements and do it. He was, the guy was super awesome. Uh, so I called him up once we got the thing, <laughs> the urn thing. I called him up in. I mean, like, be- it was like the beginning of March. Was it? Yeah, because uh, I. I think I made an appointment with him and then had to change it for some reason. And I said I'd call back the next week and the next week was COVID. Mm. And so we never ended up doing it.
1: Right. And then I've slowly started going. well, I was like home all day, first of all, because I was working from home because of COVID. And I suddenly just like really wanted Eliza's things more organized. Not that they're not organized now or before, but like I just needed things to be like a little better. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. I didn't even tell Mike because I figured he would think it was like a little weird that I was doing this. So I like popped open the box with her ashes in it and they're just in like a little baggie. And I just, Put them in the urn and I like did not examine the bag of ashes very closely because like nope I don't need to do that and it was fine like I did it and it was fine. Now I'm like pretty good at compartmentalizing things and so I think maybe it was a little bit of like I want this task done and I'm just going to get it done and I'm not going to think about it too much. Uh, Yeah so her ashes are now in her proper urn and they sit on my dresser along with pictures of her. Yeah. I just got
0: home from work one day and was like... And
1: I was like, I, look what I did.
0: I moved the ashes. It's like, oh, all right. That saves me driving a lot. Great.
1: That's um, surprising. And so now I'm trying to get most of her thing, most of Eliza's things organized. And um, I want to eventually have, like, move all of her things out of the nursery. Because I started getting, like, a little weird in my head about, like, well, maybe the reason why we're not getting pregnant is because, like this space isn't ready for the next baby.
0: I'm making a big face Yeah, right Mike now, has lots way. of
1: faces right now at me. Um, this is news to me. And that, like, you know, the next baby needs to know that they're going to have a space for them. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is the next baby, where's the next baby right now? I don't know. In heaven?
1: Don't know that.
0: Where are they waiting?
1: I don't know. It's like some, like, weird mental psychology thing, right? <laughs> like... That my head knows that, like, and then my head is gone talking with my uterus. I don't know. Something.
0: Sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: So, yeah, slowly getting all that stuff organized.
0: Sweet. Our one other big excitement of the week was... uh, Well,
1: last week, I had two ultrasounds.
0: Yeah. One of them wasn't that exciting. No, actually, it was exciting.
1: Yeah, so the fertility center is following us uh even though i'm like not quite a fertility patient i'm like kind of a fertility patient so they've decided to do all the redo all the testing so the first ultrasound is a they called it baseline ultrasound and it's basically just, you know, checking out your ovaries, checking out your uterus, making sure everything looks good still. And I've had this type of ultrasound done many times. My ovaries are notoriously shy. They do not like their picture being taken. Ultra many different ultrasound techs have continually struggled to be able to find my ovaries. Uh, it often involves like a lot of pushing on my abdomen and me taking in like deep breaths to like fill up the space to like get the ovary to move <laughs> into view so that they can see it. So and it's like n- not a super pleasant experience. So for those of you who don't know, it's an internal ultrasound. So they have like an ultrasound wand that like goes inside your vagina.
0: Oh, and you saw a fun new name for that.
1: Oh yes! Oh my God! Where? What was that?
0: Oh, I know what it is. I was waiting for you to say it. You said you saw on someone else's Instagram. They called it the dildo cam.
1: Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the dildo cam. Oh, man, forgot about that one. That was good. So, if
0: you wonder what an alt, uh, an internal ultrasound wand like, looks like, yeah, there you go. Imagine
1: basically that
0: to build cam.
1: So, yeah, it like it's not super comfortable, but, you know, whatever.
0: Well, the worst part is and speaking from experience, let me tell you what the worst part is. Yeah. The worst cause... part is that the worst part is that you have a super full
1: bladder no, that's only have for... to pee no. bad. No, so that's you oh, do that's have to external? have. Yeah, you do have to have a full bladder because they do do an external ultrasound first and then they let you go pee. So as soon as you pee, you're fine. Oh, okay. But um, it's still
0: bad before, because they say, oh yeah, I have a full bladder, and your bladder is normally full every 30 minutes, but when you're going to one of these, you save up for six hours. I do not save you for six almost hours. almost literally die.
1: I do not save for six hours. I just, my bladder fills very quickly and I require a lot less liquid than like what they normally tell you. And in the first few times I was having ultrasounds, (laughs) I didn't really know that. It took me a while to figure it out that like, oh, I personally don't have to drink the amount of water that they're telling me to drink. And I can pee a lot sooner than (laughs) they tell you to not pee. Anyways, not the point internal ultrasound hurts a little bit and so my uterus looked fine they were able to get like a decent picture of my left ovary which like totally normal now my right ovary is like my left ovary is like shy my right ovary like hides and on more than one occasion the ultrasound techs have just like not been able to get a photo at all they're like i think that might be it but like also maybe not like they just like, there's like, I have so many, I've had so many ultrasounds where the ultrasound tech is like, I just can't see it. I don't know. And this time they found my right ovary woo, and woo, like, woo, woo, woo. I got super excited. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the clearest picture of my right ovary that I've ever seen. And the ultrasound tech looked at me and she's like, that's the clearest picture we have of you on file of your right ovary. And I've been having this ultrasound done since 2017. 2017. So, like, four years, and this is the clearest photo we have of it, which, mm-hmm. you know, great. It's exciting. Uh, so that was... I had that ultrasound, and then later in the week, I had a saline ultrasound. There's, like, some big fancy word for this that I can't say, so I just call it the saline ultrasound.
0: It's the one where they blow you up like a water balloon.
1: I mean, a little bit.
0: Turn you into a human water balloon.
1: <laughs> so they... This ultrasound is done by a doctor, which is great because it means I get the results as soon as they happen. And they insert like a catheter and then the ultrasound probe. And they're basically checking to make sure that your fallopian tubes and uterus are clear. Uh, And they like inject saline into your uterus. And my fallopian tubes are clear.
0: No more cobwebs.
1: (laughs) They're pretty sure that my uterus is good, but it was kind of... They said it was at a weird angle. And I was like, what do you need me to do? Do I need to, like, turn or move or jump up and down? And they were like, no, there's nothing you can really do. It's okay. So they're pretty confident that everything looks good. And that's just, like, one more thing we can check off our list. But that's not the reason I'm not getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Which is good, but also, like, I kind of wanted... You know, you want it to be, like, something that you can fix. hmm Right. And then we have, well, not we. I have blood work in, like, two weeks to confirm that I've ovulated. And then at the beginning of August, we have our follow-up appointment to go over all the results.
0: Yay. Yeah. Where they're going to tell me that I don't have any sperm and they all melted because I had to wait 15 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, apparently, I've heard from other people that... They weren't given the option to do it at home. that They had to do it at the clinic. It's frightening. So. I
0: mean, when I inevitably have to do it again.
1: That's what you're going to do.
0: At least it'll make for podcast material.
1: I could stand outside the door shouting encouraging things. Would that be helpful?
0: No. (laughs) No, I don't think so.
1: You can do it. Go, Mm. Mike. No. I believe in you. No. <laughs> All right. I mean, the offer still stands in case you change your mind. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, did we do it?
0: I think so. I think we made a podcast.
1: Cool. We need to refinish this desk because I feel like it's giving me splinters.
0: I know. We're supposed to get the stuff from. Well, we need the sandpaper and some oil stuff.
1: With sandpaper you can get at Home Depot. All
0: right. We're going to end the podcast now. <laughs> and we'll. Wait. You got to follow us on social <laughs> media like uh Twitter. It's one of them, Baby quest cast,
1: and on Instagram at BabyQuestPod.
0: And one thing you could do for us is send us some more questions. We want yeah. to do another question, need questions episode. Yeah, so I'll put a
1: box up on Instagram that you can.
0: Oh, that's so smart. Throw things into one of those boxes. Yeah, we want to do more questions because those were fun. Yes. All right, we will see you next week. I love you. Bye.
1: Mwah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.